We're for Sydney and New South Wales. These are today's headlines from the Daily Telegraph. A decision to implement a citywide construction ban costing millions of dollars a week was not based on health advice, the state's chief health officer has confirmed. Rather than recommending the industry be shut down, the health advice provided to the government outlined the broad principles of what we need to see to reduce COVID transmission, Dr Kerry Chant said on Monday. She said it was up to the whole of government to determine what things are critical and what things are not. We can define the problems and what we're trying to achieve from a public health objective. How that is done is really a matter for broader government, as you'd expect, Dr Chance said. We are not the experts in logistic chains and other things. Throughout the pandemic, Premier Gladys Berejiklian has said all decisions have been made on the basis of health advice. On Friday, she said further measures would be taken in a bid to stop COVID spreading as soon as New South Wales Health had presented concrete proposals which could work. Health Minister Brad Hazard said the government's COVID crisis cabinet took advice from a range of sources in making its decisions. And if you'd like to read more on that story today, just head to the Daily Telegraph at dailytelegraph.com.au or download the app at the App Store. A draft bill to legalise euthanasia in New South Wales could spark a civil war in the coalition when Parliament returns as right-wing Liberal MPs step up their push for the Premier to rule out a conscience vote on the matter. Gladys Berejiklian will face pressure to torpedo a bid to legalise assisted dying after independent Sydney MP Alex Greenwich on Monday released a draft euthanasia bill. The bill, which Mr Greenwich describes as conservative, would limit access to voluntary dying to people with terminal illnesses who will die within six months. Conservative Liberals who oppose assisted dying have demanded Ms Berejiklian rule out a conscience vote on the issue to prevent a war inside her own party. Ms Berejiklian in December said she'd prefer the topic to not be debated, giving everything else we're facing, because it was rejected in 2017 by one vote in the Upper House. And we'll be back after this. News doesn't have to be boring. The Brits have given Prince Harry a new nickname after yet another tell-all interview. Oh, God, is it the ginger winger? (laughs) Let the team at news.com.au get you up to speed each day with their podcast from the newsroom. A couple were busted joining the Mile High Club. Well, I guess they can't fly virgin anymore. Politics, sport, red carpets, royals. Get all the goss in just a few minutes. Follow from the newsroom wherever you get your podcast from. The state's imprecise and ambiguous pandemic public health orders put in place to keep us safe as the Delta COVID variant sweeps Sydney need to be cleared up to avoid confusion. That is the message from former New South Wales Director of Public Prosecutions, Nicholas Cowdery, who has given a frank assessment of the rules that the government is relying on to prevent a COVID catastrophe throughout the state. Mr Cowdery said there has been imprecise and ambiguous and uncertain expressions used from time to time in regard to the orders. He specifically said a rule requiring mask wearing near a shop or cafe is too imprecise for a regulation that imposes criminal responsibility on any citizen. The call for clarity in the COVID rules came after Health Minister Brad Hazard suggested the orders, which are enforced by threats of fines or even jail time, have been given as a guide. 
And Australia has been shamed by revelations that trials the rest of the world in Olympic athlete medal incentives, sparking urgent calls for a funding revolution to rescue its stars from the breadline. An investigation by swimming website SwimSwam has ranked Australia last of 19 nations in financial rewards for athletes who win medals. Below sports superpowers such as the USA, Russia and Germany – but also the likes of Azerbaijan, Malaysia and Thailand. While Australian athletes are promised 20 grand for gold, 15,000 for silver and 10 for bronze, Singapore athletes can earn over a million for winning gold, even though swimmer Joseph Schooling is their only podium topper. And that's your headlines from the Daily Telegraph. For updates and breaking news throughout the day, take out a subscription at dailytelegraph.com.au. We'll have another update for you tomorrow. Are you ready to get an inside look at crime from someone who has investigated some of Australia's worst crimes? It was like Aladdin's cave. The luminol found bloodied footprints and bloodied handprints on a wall. So it's yeah. just like a horror movie. Former homicide detective Gary Jubilant sits down with cops, crims, addicts, victims, small-time cheats and big-town lawyers as they tell their incredible stories. My house got raided. Next thing you know, I got bail refused. Next thing you know, I'm on a truck yeah. to Parkley Prison. Listen to I Catch Killers early and ad-free on Crimex Plus on Apple Podcasts today or wherever you get your podcasts.